Welcome to Rocks Talks, the podcast that helps network marketers grow their business on social media. I'm Roxanne Wilson, social media network marketing coach with nearly a decade of experience in the space as well as television and radio experience and a passion to really help you and empower you to be the best network marketer you can be, which means knowing yourself and knowing your brand. And I'm Taryn Soa, your social media sidekick. I run all things behind the scenes at Rocks Talks. While being the right hand woman to Roxanne, I also strategize and manage our full social media plan. So I would love to share with you the tips, the happenings, all the things going on in the social media world. Each week, we're here to give you the latest and greatest in direct selling, social selling, network marketing, whatever you like to call it. The end game is for you to really understand your business, understand yourself and your brand, and to rock it on social media. Howdy, 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 ho. Really, I should say, we are the champions, my friends. And we kept fighting to the end. 300 and what, 72 days we fought and we won. Was it that many days? For 372 days, From last I focused year? on, yeah. Because remember, it was the semifinals game. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you're talking to, to two Michigan fans right now, and we are feeling pretty high. Um, you know, I was doing my Rock Talks podcast for the day today, and I said, it hit me like, I was watching, and as a, a fangirling, some of us stayed for the whole game. <laughs> <clears throat> if you can't tell, I've got a little bit of a raspy voice. My butt fell asleep on the couch. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Only the biggest game of your life when it comes to Michigan. But that's okay. It's all right. It's all good. It's all good. That's okay because a lot of them I haven't watched all the way through. So that was the good luck pulling through. Mm. My subconscious literally shut me down so Michigan could win. You're well, welcome. J.J. McCarthy thanks you then because he's very superstitious. <laughs> so, um, but this morning, I was watching clips and things on X and in the overnight. And then this morning, I was sitting there. I was like, you know what I learned from this? And maybe, I don't know. We're just, I got it. We got to I mean, Michigan has to be talked about. We're, we're champions. So we can talk about Michigan. But you know what I thought to myself? It was a lesson to all of us because I do think sports is a lesson. Mm -hmm. We can learn life lessons. And it's also really wild to think these kids are like 22 and whatnot. But anyhow, they're kids. Younger, younger. younger. Like they are babies. Right. They're Yeah, younger. Some of them six years because of COVID. But yeah, you're right. They're like 19, 20, 21. And I felt so bad at the end seeing the quarterback Pennick Jr. on the other side was injured. And like, I'm like, please take him out of the game. You could tell his ribs were like shot and he was hobbling oh. into the, out, out of the stands and a Michigan um, player went into the, the, I almost said dugout, but the tunnel because he wanted to, to say, hey, good job. And I thought that was so cool. Um, and then some of their players, their Washington players just sat there the whole time. Like during the whole presentation, they just could not get up out of their out of the sidelines. They were just so sad. And that's when I think, oh, these are babies. Someone please make sure they're okay. But what I thought about, and I think is very poignant, is that what Michigan did was they bet on themselves. And when I think mm-hmm. about times in life where things didn't work out how I 
would have liked, big or small, it's because I didn't bet on myself. It's because I did something that seemed safer or like crowdsourced it or whatever and didn't just bet on myself. And I think when it was a reminder to me, like, okay, yeah, my peony era, I'm betting on myself. And regardless of how quickly things come or don't come, I'm betting on myself. I think as I we talk to social sellers, as you all are listening to this, let that be a reminder to you to bet on yourself. There are going to be so many instances where people are going to tell you you should do it a different way. There are going to be so many instances where people are going to, you're going to get rejection. You're going to feel crappy. All of those things, which if you look at the story of Michigan over the last 372 days, oh my gosh, there's a reason it's Michigan versus everybody because there were so, so many things, whether it was it was brought on them, them by themselves or not does not matter. There were so many there were so many obstacles that came their way and they chose to bet on themselves. And I'm going to go one further. Okay. Okay. So you think about the team that lost last year. Second time they lost, they lost to TCU in the semifinals. They were so sad, right? So upset. And they, some of them been on a team for two years in a row and they lost again. They had options. They could go into the transfer portal like some of them did and then go to another team that maybe looked more promising. Maybe they were dangling more money because you can do that now and go what seemed like the easier route. You lose two times in a row. Are you really going to win this? Or maybe your coach, your team is not going to win this. Maybe you should just give it up. They had an option if they didn't go into the transfer portal to go into the draft and start your professional career and go be an NFL player and do that and get money and all the things. And they... And that seemed really like yummy. But there was a core group, including J.J. McCarthy, and we cannot forget Blake Corum because he got injured and could have gone on to the draft. And he said, no, I'm going to stay. We have unfinished business to do. You know how insurmountable, surmountable, 372 days knowing that you have to do all of those practices all over again, knowing that you have to do all of those games and you have to win every single one. And you got to beat Ohio State. And then you got to do like all those things, all those sacrifices and sit there and go, we have unfinished business. I'm coming back. And he was injured and he had to like rehab and get better. And yet he chose to stay the course. Terrence probably left me because this is not what we're supposed to talk about. (laughs) I'm here for it. No judgment. Let's go. Okay. okay. <laughs> you think about your business and you think about all of the things that are telling you it's not going to work. You're starting from zero. You're seeing people, maybe your team members who've been doing it for six or seven years. You're like, how am I ever going to get there? You're getting the nose. The person you thought for sure would want to join you in business and even said, I'd be interested. Then you join and they don't want to do it. Or you've been around business for a while and you're getting cancellations and people, teams, team members are leaving. And you're sitting there going, why am I doing this? It'd be so much easier if I did X, Y, Z. Maybe I should join this other company because they look like they're having more fun or they look like, oh my gosh, they're making so much money. And I could just go do that. Do you see the parallels? I do. I do. Hmm. And hopefully you do, those of you listening. You have an opportunity, and I'm not telling you that the, I'm not telling you what the right decision is. 
I don't know. But I'll tell you, when I was watching, when I was looking at X Twitter, there was a player who you who was put up a picture. He, he his name was Andre something. He had two A's. He was on the offensive line for Michigan last year. And he had to put a picture up on Twitter that was him, um, Blake and J.J. McCarthy just looking sad after they lost the game. He went into the transfer portal because that's what he felt was great for him. And he is a, is a Sooner now. But he was saying like all these great things about Michigan and, and whatnot and how proud he was. But I thought to myself, yeah, oh, how does that feel? To have left too soon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Ouch. Because those two years of losing is not losing if you think that you are learning from those two years. You are going into th- this third year, whatever year you want to call it, with way more knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. doesn't work, what works, what you need to do, what you need to do more of, what you need to do less of and is a waste of time. You know the road. It's like, you know, these days we're driving around Arizona and when we drive somewhere, it feels like it's so far. But when we drive back, like that was a lot faster because we know the road. And mm-hmm. you know the road once you've done it before. If you decide to see that road as, as like if you decide to see it as knowledge, as opposed to, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to do this again. Mm-hmm. Because I guarantee that feeling that they felt last night and are feeling right now, those who stayed, come on now, that is better than if they had won it the first time without having to go through the journey they've gone through. Yeah, like how proud of, like, how proud do you think they feel right now? Because I I just think like even like your coach learns so much from getting you that far and then not making it. And then you're going to go to a new team. That coach hasn't learned what you guys just learned and went through. Yeah, and again, we're not saying what was right or what was wrong. And knowing when to hold them and when to fold them, in the great words of Kenny Rogers, is a dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a dance. Uh, we don't know when that is for you specifically. So I'm not saying hang on too long. But at the same time, don't leave the party too early. <laughs> yeah, I think it really comes down to the good old saying of trust your gut. And that's going to mean something different for everybody, but knowing yourself and knowing what it feels like to be like, "Mm, no, I probably really should move on. Or it's like, there's that little voice in the back of your head. Maybe it doesn't make sense, but it's like, stay, stay. Mm -hmm. And you're like, but why? Yeah. Listen to it. You listen to it. And you're right, because you might have that voice that says, stay, stay. And you might, well, logically, if I write it down on paper, we've lost two times. Why would I stay? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to logic your way into staying or leaving, that's not the right way. Can we agree mm-hmm. on that? Yeah, I don't think, there's maybe a few select people, but like pro-con lists, throw those out the window. That just confuses you and gets you all in your head. Like you have to get into your body about some decisions. And I know school doesn't teach you that. They teach you the whole logic. And there's some, like buying a home, you might want to logically look at some numbers. Sure. And there's aspects of your business you need to look at numbers. But when it comes down to it, feel into your body and make the decision and I was just reflecting. I just had my five-year business anniversary. Happy anniversary. I started off. 
thank you. As a, a VA, I answered customer service emails, you know? And I remember it was kind of, I think just after that first year, I started to get the itch and I would see like other people selling courses and all these coaches making all this money. And I was like, oh, they did it so fast. Like I can just do it so fast. I've got the grit. And it was a humble reminder that things don't happen fast most of the time. Mm. And where I'm at now is a way different place than I thought I was going to be, but I'm still just as proud. And I'm proud of the money that it's bringing in. And I feel really good at about it. And it's like just that kind of reminder and reflection looking back. I'm like, I pushed so hard for this thing. I thought I could get so fast. You have to remember that in network marketing too, or mm-hmm. any social selling. Like it's not fast. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not fast. And I guarantee, I mean, yes, you can prove us wrong. There's someone who did it fast. Absolutely in your company. There are people who did it fast. They do not appreciate mm-hmm. the journey. And you might be like, I don't want to appreciate the journey. I just want the money. Listen, like the journey is where the good stuff is. I can't express that enough to people. That's where the good stuff is, is literally mm-hmm. in the journey. That's where you learn. And if we stop seeing things as failures, which ladies, women, who are listening, we are socialized to be afraid of failing, to hate failing. I I read this book from the woman who created Girls Who Code. And that's a lot. I didn't read the book. I read a couple chapters. (laughs) Okay. That sounds better. I was like, "Mm, okay, Roxanne. (laughs) I did read Informed from cover to cover. And if you're a manifestor, you need that book by Holly Herberg. But this book, I listened to her on Instagram and then I read a bit of it. And it was really good. And I, mm-hmm. it's something that I think that everyone who has children should read. I don't have children, so I'm good. I'm Gucci. But this book talks about- You got baby, how, or you got fur babies. I do have fur babies, but, yes. but you know, they're the, they're always going to be treated as princesses. It's just the way it is. They're going to be- But when you have <laughs> girls, when they fall, yep. not only do you pick them up, and coddle them. But you say, that's okay. You don't have to do that anymore. And you take them on to do something else. Just that movement of, it's okay. Oh, you hurt yourself. Okay, let's let's clean it off and let's go do something else. Mm-hmm. Teaches them not to fail. And teaches them if they fail at something, to move on. Quit. It, absolutely. Whereas with the boy... So, and I, I realize that there's caveats and exceptions to this, but this is basically how we work in society, okay? Um, so I'm speaking in absolutes, you get me. When a boy falls down, we say, you're okay, get back up, you're okay, and do it all over again. Yeah? Or there's the, the stop being a little girl, stop crying like mm. a girl, get up and keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've seen, I've, I've seen people say that to my son, and I'm like, excuse me? Ooh. So what happens is we teach a boy, if you fall down, I get knocked down, you get up again, you ain't never going to get me down. Mm-hmm. They learn that rejection is totally fine. Whereas a girl learns rejection or failure, failure, rejection, whatever, is not okay. And we need to go do something where we're not going to get hurt, where we're not going to fail. And I think about, I used to walk around saying, I don't like rejection. And I used to walk around saying, I don't like doing things I'm not good at. And at any point mm-hmm. when I was like, inquire any of these things, when I started not being good at it, I moved on. Same. 
Oh, 100%. Looking back, like all through high school, I had a different sport every semester because I wasn't the best. So Uh I was like, I'm not the star. I might as well go play volleyball now. 100%. So what does that do in our life besides what you and I just just made use an example that we lived is this. If you ever notice when there's like a job application out there, they found and they've done studies, women will be overqualified for a job and not apply for it because they don't, oh, well, no, I shouldn't. I can't. Guys will have like 20 or 30% of the qualifications and their asses apply for the job. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have heard that. I'm like, what? Is, is that coming from? They, they're taught to be resilient and try anyways. Yeah. I'm going to put 10 out there and yeah. girls are like, I'm going to apply to one that's the perfect the one. The perfect one. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I don't have the credentials for that, so I could never apply for it. Guy doesn't think that way. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. Because they're taught that rejection and failure is not a thing. This is also why the guys shoot their shots with girls. You're like, what made you think you could get that girl? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a thing. And again, I'll find the name of the book. I've got it somewhere. But anyhow, it is worth a read or a listen if you are raising kids because, oh my gosh, it's not Girls Who Code? It's not that? No, it's the woman who created Go- Girls Who Code, and her, the book is something else. I just was on her. Let me see if I can... Find it. Brave Not Perfect? Yes. Brave Not Perfect. That's the name of it. Because, and okay. she even talks about how even now, as women, we can teach ourselves to be brave and not be perfect. But being perfect, not failing, not have rejection, mm-hmm. that is like... It has messed us up. So why, where was I going with that? Because when you think about your business, your direct selling business, what a business you're doing, you are afraid that if you won't be perfect at it. That's why people like, I'm not putting anything on social media because it might not be good. I'm, I'm doing a YouTube that is not perfect. I'm just being brave. P.S. And by the way, just mm-hmm. do the thing. People who are never going to be perfect, not any of us will be perfect, never going to be perfect, get further because they're just doing the thing. Hallelujah. (laughs) I have learned that over and over again in business because, gosh, you guys, you fail a lot no matter what business. Don't look over there and you're like, that one must be easier. No, they're all hard. You're going to fail. And failing, you pause and maybe feel bad for a second. And then you look back. What can I learn from this? Mm -hmm. All right. Here we go again. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This was not what we're going to talk about in the podcast today, y'all, just so you know. No, but obviously it needed to come through. It so. needed. Just like a velociraptor. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like a puking kid. Like, okay, well, that, 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 that tracks for your life. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, what's going on in your world, my dear? Uh, you guys, remember, I think last week I was talking about I was going to go get a facial. Oh, no, I had it. I already mentioned that. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But life's not that exciting. What else is going on? I think we have COVID. Well, that's something. Yeah, I got in the shower this morning to clear out, you know. I was like, oh, I sprayed my eucalyptus spray. Mm. It helps me relax. And I go, hmm, I can't smell a thing. And it's not because my nose is clogged. And then I tried, I've got tea, can't taste it. I was like, oh, how do you even get a test? A COVID test? Yeah, is that a thing still? Yeah, you just go to CVS. Some of them just give them to you for free. I don't even know if I have a mask. So I'm like, how am I going to go in? Like, this is a whole dilemma. I might just stay home for five days. Call it a day. Yeah, I'm trying to think. 
you could probably get it delivered. Oh, you can go through the drive-thru. Go through the drive-thru. Oh. Say, I need a cup of test. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. There we go. I need an at-home cup of test through the drive-thru. Make it happen. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All yeah. right. What's, how about you? What's going um, on? Well, we're about to go back to California. You know when you move and you're like, oh, my gosh, I have one more thing to do. Like the last trip back to your place is the worst. Yeah. You did that. You had, yeah. Yes, you did that. And you drove, yeah. So I knew I it was going to feel that way. There's not a lot in the house. I've got a couple things that I still need to sell. So I needed like, y'all come get them. I don't even care at this point. I can't believe you don't want these things, but whatever. That's your issue. Um, so we were there for three days. And Scott might leave early with Taylor um, my, my, uh, stepdaughter, because we, they're doing this, like the largest brew craft beer fest is on Saturday here. Oh, and we kind of want to go to it. So Baylor and I fly out on Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. So, um, and he's driving, he's driving the car. Yeah. He's driving with Taylor. So Mm -hmm. they're going to do a daddy daughter road trip. Was my idea. Fine. I'm like, y'all go do that. Aww. And because his back <laughs> Or is it because you don't want to drive? So you're like, oh, yeah. hell no, I don't want to drive. But also, his, <laughs> his back seat is not conducive to three people. So um, they'll drive, we'll fly, mm-hmm. and then we will be, thank you, thank the good Lord, we'll be settled here. And that is when I'll finally feel like grounded. She'll be here for a week or so. So I still feel like I need to like show you around. But then it's like, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You closed the chapter. I know what you mean. Cause then my mom drove like with me down and then it was like, she was there. So I felt like we were doing stuff. And yep. then I'm like, I just want to like, I want to close the chapter. Cause moving, I've already forgot how hard it is. Yeah. I, it's, I've literally, it's out of my brain. Well, you, you don't remember <laughs> pain, they say, right? So that's the big thing that we're doing. We leave today. So just, and it's like, we're, we're really enjoying the house. So it's like, oh, we got to leave. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is. Anyway, going on well, me. safe travels. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, everyone. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Rocks Talks. We would love for you to help us get this message out to other network marketers. If you could follow, rate, review, wherever you are listening to this episode, we would greatly appreciate it. And hey, if this episode speaks to you directly, take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it on Instagram stories. Be sure to tag us over at Rocks Talks. Always remember, you're not ahead, you're not behind, you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Rocks Talks. Rocks Talks.